The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from and want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for Secret Menu, which will get you weekly access to members only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. Erica, I'm so excited. This entire episode is in partnership with a company that we think is so cool called Base, which also, okay, so it's a medical company. And when they for, we were first introduced to them, I got that sort of like gripping the table kind of tightly like, oh my gosh, like, can we endorse a medical company? I don't know. Like hands on hips. What is this? Yeah, what just feeling this? like yeah. I like, you know, we want to be really careful about what we recommend to our audience. First thing I did was texted my mom and I was like, does this seem legit? Like she's, she does not have a medical background, but she's a scientist. I was like, maybe she'll know. She's a biologist. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, she's a biologist. She yeah, she has like some insight into this. And she was like, I think, yeah, like it seems, you know, I, I don't see a problem with it. And then we got on a long phone call with the team and then got off the phone call. It was like, this is super legit and really interesting. I um, like this. Yeah, I like, I like this. this. Yeah, this makes sense. So today we're going to hear, you're going to hear a lot more about the company because we're going to interview the founder, Lola Priego, who's this incredibly impressive woman. But to just set it up for you, BASE lets you measure your body's data. So things like hormones and vitamin levels to discover what's driving various issues in your life. And I feel like everybody knows we all have the issues. Some of us have all of the issues. So like <laughs> sleep, lack of focus, low sex drive. And I don't know, I feel like I will speak for myself, Erica. I won't involve you in this, but I am thank definitely you, that. You. I am that person who's just throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. And like the spaghetti is like a weird elimination diet, a weird, like very random assortment of vitamins that I sometimes you take, take and like sometimes intermittently. Don't. Yes, yeah. exactly. A, like a very complex regimen of acupuncture and cupping and I don't know, like Reiki healing, which I haven't actually <laughs> done, but wouldn't, you know, I'll get there. And it's just like, you don't know what's actually working and what's not because you're trying all of these things and maybe Too many none variables. of it's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and base just feels revelatory because it's exactly where we should be or should have been years ago when it comes to healthcare. They send you this blood or saliva test kit in the mail. You send it back and they're like, okay, actually your vitamin XYZ levels are low and that's why you can't sleep or you can't lose weight or whatever it is. There's no weird health insurance hoops to jump through. There's no like having to go to a lab, although you can go to Quest diagnostics if you want, if you don't feel like doing it at home. So 
Lola's going to tell us all about it. But before we get into it, we did want to say that there's an offer that they put together for our audience. It usually base membership starts at $59.95 a month. And right now you can get 20% off your first month of membership with the code a thing or two. You go to get-base.com slash a thing or two, enter the code a thing or two at checkout and you'll get that 20% off. And yeah, we're excited to tell you more about it a little later in the episode because first we have a really pressing topic to discuss. Pajamas. Specifically, Mm -hmm. how often you're... Like how many times in a row you're wearing them, where you're keeping them, not which ones you're wearing. That's like a topic for another day. It feels like an evolution of the bra, the like tried and true bra conversation that women have where you're like, how many times are you actually wearing your bra before you wash it? And the answer answer is a million. Yeah. (laughs) Well, my question is how many times in a row do you wear a set of pajamas before you move on to the next set? And then where are you keeping them in between wears? So where... So tell me your answer. I follow absolutely no logic, which will not surprise you when I just described. Shocking no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shocking no one given what I just described about like how I deal with weird symptoms. It usually depends on my mood. And I would say, moreover, if the set that I wore the night before is within my line of vision and I can be like, oh, okay, right. Mm, I should mm, wear those. Mm, mm, and if it's mm, not, mm. I've got just, your horse blinders on and you're just grabbing yeah, a new set. Yeah, I'm just grabbing yeah. a new set. And like the answer as to where I keep them is... I usually like what I should do and what I like most of the time do is put them on this thing that I bought years ago from a really cool furniture company called Thing Industries that doesn't really exist anymore. And they made this product called the Sacrificial Chair, which is- I.e. the chair you throw this shit on. Yeah. It's like the the premise of being that everybody has a chair in their bedroom that's not actually for sitting. It's just for throwing clothes on. And so this is a chair that you can't sit on. It's just an outline of a chair and you just throw your clothes on it. That's that's the express purpose of this piece of furniture. So that is where I will put it. However, often other clothes will then get piled on top of it and I won't be able to see it. And you'll have lost sight. Yeah, exactly. My like logic Mm -hmm. (laughs) is that I wear a pair usually like three or four times. But then if I like, if I had like a very sweaty sleep or just like what, or just like feel like gross for whatever reason, that pair just gets washed because bleh. Definitely. But then also if I wore like a t-shirt during the day and then didn't go outside, sometimes I'll sleep in it. Yes, definitely. So there are things that like, it's not necessarily three or four consecutive wears. Mm -hmm. It's like three or four wears till I'm like done with it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I mean, I don't know. I feel like I have a similar policy with my workout clothes for Pilates and yoga when I'm not sweating. I'm like, you like, until you get like deodorant marks on the side or until like a pair of leggings just feels like a little like, blech, like they're being worn because I'm not even And going where are places. you keeping them? Okay. So I have my version of like your sacrificial chair is that I have a stool in the corner of my bedroom and Thomas like hates it. Mm-hmm. He thinks that like everything should go back into the closet, um, oh, wow. which I okay. like believe that like that, like if it's not clean, it's not going no. back into the closet. If exactly. it's not like from the wash, it's not going back into the closet. So I also have other clothes on this stool that are like kind of like purgatory. Yeah. They're the in clothes. process clothes. In process. Yeah. In process. And so the compromise for us is that I fold them. Um, so there's just like this stack of, you know, like right now, 10 things on this like purgatory stool. And it's definitely annoying. I've been like wanting for a long time for I the last like big trip I took pre-pandemic was to Barcelona and the Airbnb we stayed at had this like amazing stool with a coat rack attached to it, which just really feels like all the answers to all yes. of my problems. Yeah, I'm definitely. certain it's not, 
Um, <laughs> like, how could it be, right? right? Like, no, but I've definitely spent the last 15 months like emailing various people in Spain being like, hola, like, <laughs> do you want to ship this this thing to me? And like, how much would that be? They're like, I did have a, in a pandemic, sure. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I did have a bit of a breakthrough this week and that I found a different retailer that might be like, at least vaguely interested in responding to me. We will see. I realized that the thing, I don't know why I don't just hang the pajamas on the hook on the back of my door. And a part of it is that I hang my robes there. So I'm like, well, that's the robe hook. But I know the like parallel to workout gear does make me think about the fact that you hang your workout clothes on a hook. I do. Makes sense. And that is probably what I should do with my pajamas, but I do not. And I... Part of why I thought about this was because I was when I was wondering, like questioning the other day what my system should be. I remembered that in high school, I really thought that the right thing to do, the like civilized, appropriate thing to do was to put your pajamas under your pillow. Like make your bed. I don't know. I don't know if I read it in like a young adult novel or something. Bad idea, honestly. Weird and also like my pajamas are too big to go. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I now find it so odd and yeah. but it's I really not wrong I felt like it was what like the Sweet Valley High Twins would do or something like it just felt like oh. if you were the type of person who made your bed like cut your nails were just like a had it together young adult you would put your pajamas underneath your pillow every morning make your bed move on with your day and then retrieve them at night and it, it just I can't explain it but I knew that it was some not the type of thing that you came up with on your own. Not the type of thing I came up with on my own and also just not me. Like a very not me thing. Like, But the type of person I aspired to be. You know what I mean? This reminds me of like related but not related. When I was in middle school, I babysat for these two little girls who their mom refused for them to wear pajamas at all. And instead, they had to put their clothes on for the next day (gasps) and wear them to bed. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, I love that for them because they're going to grow. Like, you know, those girls grew up to be kind of weird and like have a lot of character because their mom made them do this weird, embarrassing thing. Their mom thing. did a lot of weird, embarrassing things. I can remember way more of them than I can remember like other things that happened to them. You know that they grew life. up to be very cool women. I just, sorry, yes. like people whose parents put them through that kind of shit are just more interesting. And like probably didn't know for years that that wasn't how other people did it. You know what I mean? <sighs> yes. And then became acutely aware of it. And you're just like, oh, I'm a weird family, which I say is <laughs> someone who came from a weird family and like learned who throughout. Didn't? No, totally. Who? And you like don't learn it until you have like a cool friend who's kind of bossy who like instead of being nice about it is like, that's not the way you do it. For me, that was my friend Bridget. <laughs> yeah. Mine <laughs> mine was named Courtney. Like <laughs> That's not how you do yeah. it. <laughs> also, Bridget, like all those friends are named Bridget and Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. totally. Like maybe Brittany. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, should we bring Lola on to talk about base? Let's do it. All right. So we gave you the lead up to this already, but Lola Priego is the founder of this company base that does testing with a finger prick or a saliva spit in a cup. She's going to tell us all about it and we are so excited for you to hear about it. Lola, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to get into it about base. We have so many questions, comments, etc. Can you thoughts, feelings, <laughs> thoughts, thoughts and feelings, <laughs> thoughts and feelings. Can you start by giving us a background on how you ended up launching this company? Sure. What led me to found base was, you know, my own issues with chronic fatigue. I don't know if you've ever, you know, been working and at 3 p.m. exactly about this time. 
you start crashing, you cannot get anything done. And it was day after day after day. And I didn't want to accept that. I was at the time 26, 27 years old. And I wondered to myself, like, hey, I, I want to work better. I want to have energy to do things with my friends after work. What's really going on? You go to Dr. Google and... Why best am doctor. I <laughs> why am I Cheapest tired? doctor. No, no, why, doctor. No, no, no. It was, why am I tired? Right? Okay. And, perfect, perfect, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect, perfect. And then you're like, yeah, Google is going to give me the solution. So you find a lot of conflicting advice. You have to take this supplement, do yoga three times a week, work out five times a week, cut dairy out of your diet, no gluten. Or you might be slowly dying. It's hard to know. Yeah, right. exactly. You're like... <laughs> Love universal healthcare. It's like so good. <laughs> right. uh, you may have thyroid issues, a million things. And I read about the keto diet. This was early 2017. It was going to give me energy, help me lose weight. And I'm like, this. And then you eat French fries and cheese and bacon, right? You're like, yes, this diet is the best. I just have to quit sugar. I started the keto diet. I started feel, feeling better three, four months in, back. Like, you know, back at like feeling groggy, not my best. And because I did uh, start med school back in Spain, where I'm from, this is this, this accent that you're hearing. I chatted with my friends there and they were like, you probably just want to, you know, get some lab work done, go to the doctor. The first thing when you go to into the doctor's office and you tell them that you're tired, well, they look at you like, oh, okay, cool. They ended up prescribing me with lab work. And fast forward one month and a half later, I got my results back and it turns out that the keto diet was not really working for me because it made my thyroid became imbalanced. My cholesterol skyrocketed. I do not have any history of you know cholesterol in my family. And then just to make it, to top it off, I was severely deficient in vitamin B12 and folate, which I would have never guessed that that's exactly what I had to fix in order to fix that chronic fatigue that at that point I've been experiencing for months. That was super sad for me because as an engineer in my background, you know, I worked at big tech companies, Amazon, Facebook, Instagram. I am used to seeing technology that is able to help you, you know, buy more products, great advertising, personalized advertising, spend more time on your phone. And to me at that time, I'm like, I just spent months and a lot of effort trying to understand my body and you know my, my health data in order to fix this issue that it's chronic fatigue but I, hold on I see the same problem when I try to lose weight when I cannot sleep I just don't have access to what's really going on with my vitamins hormones nutrients that are driving these behaviors and we are using here we are using cutting edge technology for personalized advertising, uh, e-commerce, <laughs> you know. Yeah. To make sure somebody like checks out and buys this $12 whatever on the internet. That's where we're putting all these resources. Exactly. And that's when I was like, I'm going to quit big tech and I'm going to start something like this. I actually went to work for a medical device as the head of engineer for, you know, about a year or so before I quit and pursued what we know today as base. And that's that's the background story. Why was the medical sector appealing to you? Like you started in, in med school and then you went and worked at this this medical tech company. What uh, what was it that drew you to that? 
I guess I wanted to help people feel better. And what I learned, it's funny, when I was in med school, what I realized was that in order to scale my reach, it was going to be really hard as a doctor, super, super impactful, lower scale. And when I looked at engineering, which again, I, I always loved solving problems, I'm like, well, the scale of this is is massive. And that's when I transitioned to to engineering, to tech. And it was not only until I started experiencing issues with my own health that I decided to, you know, to actually take a step back and blend my two passions to to work in technology and health. The scale of the reach part is super interesting. Um, it really is. That's super interesting. Can you explain for us, what does BASE do? We help people understand what's going on with their bodies. So we provide lab testing plans that will help them understand their hormones, vitamins, nutrient levels that is causing fatigue, weight loss problems, sleeping issues, stress, low libido, you get a test sent home, or you can also go to Quest Diagnostics. You take it via finger prick or saliva, similar to 23andMe. You put that back in the box. You mail that back to the lab. And about five business days later, you get a notification in your phone. You get your results. We give you a score. We tell you, hey, this is what's going on. But the most important part is that we are able to tell you what do you need to eat, what supplements to take, what routines to follow in order to fix those issues that we usually identify with people. We have you know, a variety of ways to do this, but mostly strongly believe in lab testing to understand you know, what's, really, what's truly going on. Why does lab testing work? Why is that the best way to go about this? So let's just go back and look at other tools like fitness trackers, right? Or, you know, uh, Fitbit. When you are able to get access to data, like the number of steps that you took during a day or your HRV and other metrics that these trackers are able to capture, they're really not able to, they're not actionable, right? So you look at your Fitbit, sure, you got like only... 13 minutes of deep sleep. How do you fix that? You are pretty much lost. What we typically, the way that we typically work, let's just take sleep as an example. When we see someone that cannot sleep, typically the first thing that we look is to analyze their melatonin levels. And we discover a lot of things. So a couple of stories that are super super common. People are not producing enough melatonin at night because their cortisol levels get super, super high in the evening, typically because they work out, because they work until really late, or they experience stressful events in the evening. Now, cortisol blocks melatonin. So like 101, that's that's why you, you're not going to sleep. And we typically give them recommendations based on like, hey, you know, use blue blocker glasses if you need to work at night or, you know, try to not to work out at night because it's truly not doing it for you. And it's, it's the thing that is preventing you from going to sleep or like that may be coming from inflammation or sugar imbalances. So it's just, you know, we're able to actually pinpoint by looking into your hormones, what's going on. And another really common story for sleep is people who overdose on melatonin, which is, I mean, fascinating, right? Uh, so melatonin actually has a cycle and it's tied to your circadian rhythm. Your levels of melatonin rise at night. And that's what puts you to sleep, right? It's controlling your sleep. And then in the morning, they get really, really low and they start going up again in the evening. Now, when you overdose, your levels get so, so high that then in the morning, you know, when you take melatonin, I don't know if you've ever felt groggy the morning after, 
that's because your levels got really high and now they are not able to come down. And then your melatonin is high throughout the day. The next night arrives. And then again, like you're not feeling sleepy just because your melatonin levels were high at night. They're not, uh, sorry, during the day and they're not able to go back up again. So now you become hooked to this supplement. And this is something that we also see and it's fairly common. And this is, believe it or not, life-changing for some of our members because just realizing that they are just by taking the supplement that is quote unquote helping them sleep, it's actually altering their cycle even more. It's a huge realization. So that's the kind of data that you get when you work with base, which is super powerful because it's actually getting to the root cause of the problem and fixing it from there. So within each track, so there's like the diet track and the energy track and the sex drive, there's the all these different panels, right? There's a lipid panel, a thyroid hormones, recovery test. How does a base user determine which panels are necessary to get to the bottom of their issue, whether it's a diet issue or an energy issue? We do that for them. <laughs> That's what we are here for. Yeah. People don't know what a test is for. What we are here for is you tell us what's going on. You tell us what you care about and we do the, the life work, right? So effectively, and this is something super exciting, but we are going to launch a personalized quiz that people can actually go to our website, take this quiz, tell us exactly what's going on. And then we're going to be able to craft a plan exactly for them, giving them an exact timeline. So if you come to us and you tell us like, listen, I'm having issues with my diet. I cannot lose weight or, you know, like I don't, I feel tired when I eat. Or always bloated or yeah. Yeah, Exactly. So we're going to be able to give you an exact timeline. Okay, so fix your fatigue by September 16th or fix your, you know, like your hormones, vitamin, nutrients that are preventing your weight loss by September 16th. So it's giving you a clear program and timeline for you to actually get to where you want to be. And we will take care of exactly the lab testing, the recommendations, tell you what you have to do in the meantime. You know, you get to where you want to be. And that's, that's truly our work here. We are not selling tests right? We sell, we say that we are selling like what the, the feeling, what, what actually comes from it, from the data. Why have we not had easier access to this sort of information about our bodies before? The why now really boils down to regulation expanding and te- lab technology expanding, such as you can take your tests at home and it's easier to do all of these. Doctors being more in, more and more in favor to helping people feeling better and people demanding more solutions that are personalized to themselves. We are tired of the BS wellness advertising, right? Now everyone is promising you that they're going to help you lose weight, that they're going to help you sleep, they're, they're going to help you with your fatigue. But it's just conflicting because these are different products in nature. So what is really the thing that you need? I think we've also just gotten smarter as consumers to understand at least a little bit of the science, like at least tip of the iceberg, that we all have different bodies and we all, you know, gender plays into this. And I think, you know, even like reading articles about BMI and how, you know, those numbers came to be, we all now know that, well, it's like all more complicated than that. And just because this works for my like 55 year old male cousin doesn't mean that it's going to work for me. The thing that always comes to mind around this is intermittent fasting, right? It was like all the rage and it was, you know, everybody swears by it. And then, you know, this like all too common story comes out that like, 
Well, the like res- the the conclusions we've drawn about intermittent fasting were based solely on like te- you know what we've seen in males, and actually it's detrimental for women, and it like screws with women's hormones, and like women shouldn't if women are going to do intermittent fasting, then they need to follow a different protocol, and it does feel like there's this one size fits all like approach with so many of these diets and lifestyle changes that are recommended, and for a lot of people, it's either not going to work or be detrimental, as it was in your case with keto. Exactly. That, that was exactly my problem, right? And as new diets continue to come up, as new products continue to be developed, and we can get into the CBD products in a little bit, but as new products continue to come into the market, we just simply don't know how that's going to affect different people, right? Like in, in different bodies and, and different symptoms that they may cause. And that's exactly what happened to me with the keto diet. It was great at the time, early 2017. We still didn't know that this diet would alter women's hormones. And that's, you know, like eventually my period got like all over the place and something was clearly off. And, you know, I had to ask my friends in med school to help me. You know, I have my my best friend is actually an endocrinologist. And I was asking her, but at the time she didn't know. She's like, wait, keto diet? I'm not sure. What is that? She's like, let me just go back and study and help you with this. But if you would have gone to her doctor office, she would have been like, okay, this person is not dying. She's doing this weird diet. Just quit this diet, right? Like that's <laughs> right. kind of the easy solution for a doctor that just is trying to keep you alive. Are there other like lifestyle trends, diet trends, supplement trends that you're seeing that are leading to similar like hormonal imbalances, vitamin deficiencies, things like that? Mostly like the top ones that we are seeing is melatonin on one hand, intermittent fasting, it's another one. We still see a lot of women dieting and you not, you know, affecting their hormones in a not great way. Because they're not getting enough calories or because they're not getting enough nutrients? Great question. Because they go typically into a low calorie diet and they, when you go into a low calorie diet, you cut out your fat intake. So when you're not eating any type of fat, your hormones react to it. So Women have testosterone and DHEA, which are called, we call them the fat burning hormones. So these hormones are responsible to burn fat in your body. When you stop eating, you know, uh, red meat, cheese, avocados, nuts, oil, your body just understands that there's no need to burn, to burn fat. And it automatically responds to that. So when some women are dieting, they cannot lose weight, they come to base, we send the, the, the lab test and the results come back. And what we typically see is that their fat burning hormones are super, super low. And the moment that they start introducing avocados, you know, olive oil, nuts, some nuts, they we start to see those levels coming up. It's kind of sad because that's not trendy uh, to your point, but that's something that we see fairly often. People with like taking also for these kind of diets, you also take a lot of fake sugar, right? And this is causing a lot of people to be really tired and fatigued. So, you know, like those products that you buy in the supermarket and they're like only 10 calories. What happens there is that your sugar levels, specifically, there is this one that is called HPA1C. It gets altered the way that your body works. And people come to us and we see a lot of people being pre-diabetic. So they go into pre-diabetes because they drink a lot of diet coke. And I've done this myself too. And it's something super, super interesting to see. And CBD, it's another one too, which is something that we've 
even done like a clinical trial with some members and it's been really, really fun. But what we've seen with CBD is that it's actually so powerful in reducing stress, reducing cortisol levels, that it could be way too powerful too. Meaning when we run this clinical trial, and in my case, for example, if I take a lot of CBD, my cortisol levels get really low, which is not great. They have to be not too low, not too high. They have to be right in the middle. And that typically causes what it's called adrenal fatigue. So you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I cannot get out of bed. Or like if you go to work out, you will feel like sluggish while working out. So CBD is absolutely amazing. The effect on libido hormones are, that effect is absolutely crazy. People's libido skyrocket with CBD. But if you take too much, then your cortisol levels will get super low and then you get really, really tired the next day. So that's also another fun one that we've been seeing that it's it's, it's cool to see. It's so interesting. I feel like we just had a conversation with the founder of a CBD company that's like very science driven and and has done a ton of clinical trials. And that was such an interesting conversation just in terms of clarifying that feeling that so many people have about CBD. Like, is this a scam? Like five years from now, will we all be like, remember when we were taking CBD? So between talking to him and then hearing this other sort of like side of the coin from you is so interesting that, and like hopeful in general about, about the effects of CBD and I mean, it's also just so interesting what you were saying about, you know, having to get it exactly right. It makes me think, you know, otherwise you're tired. Like basically, if you don't get it exactly right on either end, you're tired. It makes me think of plants, <laughs> right? Where you look up like what's wrong with my plant because its leaves are yellowing. They're, they're like, you're either not watering it enough or you're watering it too much. It's one of those two though, for sure. Just figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like why the, all the tracking that you do is so important. Can you walk us through why that is the approach and why you're retesting every 30 days? Yes. And you would be retesting every 30 days if you're on the improvement plan. So basically like, you know, we already are set to a goal of fixing something by a given date, or we are focused on a given area that has a symptom. So we are fully focused on getting to know all of the hormones, vitamins, and nutrient levels that could affect these to pinpoint like, here's the problem. And then you do that change, that recommendation, that new diet supplement or lifestyle recommendation that we're going to, you know, prompt you to do based on your data. And then you would retest 30 days later to see like, hey, you know, that fat burning hormone was super low. And that's why I was not able to lose weight. You're telling me to now eat avocados and and have more olive oil and nuts. So now I've done this. I want to see my fat burning hormones being up. And how that correlates with my weight, because that's where the magic happens. The same thing, the same thing when we ask someone like, hey, you're overdosing on melatonin. How much melatonin are you taking? Okay, 10 milligrams. Can you reduce it to three milligrams? And at the beginning, they're like, I'm not sure. They take it to three milligrams. We pinpoint the cause. And then like we see how that gets to an optimal level and then you're good to go. And then we typically have a monitoring program where you would test quarterly or twice a year. Got it, got which it. Is specifically when you're not working on improving something or like we have not pinpointed it's nothing something major that, is out. that you're working on. Yeah, exactly. I usually use my monitoring program to know when I'm cheating way too much. When I'm eating too much ice cream, it's like, okay, you know, I see my diet score going down. Like, let me just make sure that I reduce my ice cream intake. That's a super interesting question because Erica, you brought this up when we were sort of comparing notes about our results that 
we both like had high cholesterol and high or slightly LDL, high slightly cholesterol high and cholesterol. slightly high LDL. And you were like, well, you know, I did take my test right after I got back from a week of vacation where I ate ice cream every day. Right. <laughs> yeah. I want to know. So can we talk about our results for a minute? Sure. Okay. So I did the diet panel and the energy focus test. And for the diet panel, my HDL was low, my cholesterol and my LDL were slightly high. And basically the things that tie those together, as far as I understand, is too many carbs and sugars and saturated fats. And like Claire said, I was like, well, I did just have ice cream every day for a week. How quickly do those <laughs> do those things affect your levels? Well, it truly depends on the body too. Like yeah. it could take, I you was know, afraid can, you were going to say, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I mean, one week of eating ice cream every day, I'm pretty sure that it will have its, you know, it will make its it dent, especially if you're already not, if you, if you don't have a great baseline, context matters. I used to drink a lot of Diet Coke. So then that little guy that I mentioned before, HbA1c. Which sounds like a visa every time you say it. It's like, I just got my <laughs> HbA1c visa. I'm good to stay in the country for another couple of years. <laughs> totally. Totally. You know, that's why we are here for like to do all of the dirty work for people because science can get nuts pretty quickly. So we are here to like be the translator. And long story short, for me, like I used to drink a lot of Diet Coke and I was pre-diabetic. My sugar levels were not healthy. Therefore, every time my body has to process fruit and, you know, other type of carbs, I just, it doesn't do a good job. And I don't know how long it's going to take to recover from that, you know, like, but certainly it's something that, you know, it, it's not a one size fits all. The other thing on my test that I wanted to talk to you about was that my vitamin D is slightly low. And I actually had just gone to the primary care physician the week before and gotten blood work done. And she had decided to test for vitamin D because she was seeing it in a lot of patients. And this is like a new primary care physician and someone I hadn't seen before. And that test, of course, also came back low. Um, and I was like, God, I'm like... I, I'm so lucky that this primary care physician tested for that, but that feels like such a rare, like rolling the dice thing. And like, I got the same results from you all and would have taken the same course of action. It was just like reassuring and reaffirming in that way. Yeah. And I think also just the idea that there are these things that are trending that you all are, I'm sure, are seeing for all these reasons, like vitamin D, because we're in our houses more. We're just like not outside and out in the world. Totally. Yes. And the good news here is that physicians are you know, catching up. And COVID was awful, but it gave us some evolution in some sense because, you know, physicians started to realize the linkage in between wellness and well-being and COVID. Vitamin D is an example. So they saw a correlation in between being fatigued and, and low energy and being more susceptible to like be really impacted by COVID. So now primary care physicians are like, okay, let's measure this. And this is actually great because the more this is covered by primary insurance right now, you know, if if someone joins base that it's $59.95 a month or every quarter, right, for the monitor plan. The problem is that unless you have HSA or FSA insurance, you have to pay it out of pocket. And we are helping people fundamentally. We have physicians in the team that are reviewing the results. So like we are fundamentally helping people be healthier and reduce to reduce healthcare costs. It is a little bit sad that primary healthcare insurance still are not covering things like base, right? Uh, or like, it's just an annual check-in. And if you happen to feel really, really bad three months later, I'm sorry, you know, you only have one a year. So 
it's something that I think that slowly and steady we're getting there and it's exciting to see the progress and the evolution. How do you sort of envision an ideal interplay between a user relationship with base and the relationship with their doctor? It can go both ways because there are users that don't have access to physicians. They cannot afford it. They're insurance is not great or they are simply too busy. And there are the ones that have access to Galileo or like Forward Health or like they have a already a physician that they work with very closely. At the end of the day, we can take many ways of supporting of members, but basically what we are doing is motivating you to do this hard thing that is called health by, you know, nagging you to take your test, you know, making it super easy. You can do it at home. You can walk into a Quest Diagnostics with your base app and you're out in 10 minutes, right? Like you can set reminders for yourself. We're going to send you motivational push notifications for you to get your test done. And then we're going to not only give you your results, it's going to be all managed from your app. You're going to have, you know, a score to make it more fun and exciting. You're going to have insights as to what does that mean before you have to go and talk to your doctor. And then we have the physicians that we have in the team can support our members via in-app chat, which is, you know, some people prefer the face-to-face. And in that case, it's when, you know, base hands off the data and the recommendations, and then you can talk to your doctor about it. We literally have people that want us to have a complimentary session with our doctors because they are like, I love the app, everything. I get what you guys are telling me, but still I would like a professional to walk me through this. But then you have the other type of personality, which is like, oh, it's such a hassle to have to go to the doctor's office or talk to someone. Can you just send it to me like in a way that it's super clear? Can you just tell me what to do? Does it, you know, one, two, three, what to buy in the supermarket? So It is hard to say because we do take different roles depending on the member. It's interesting. I also had a physical recently and had some blood work done. And she said to me, listen, you're going to get a million notifications in your my chart that your test results are ready and you're going to open them up and you're not going to be able to understand what any of them say. So just like hold tight. And within five to 10 days, I'll write you a message explaining all of the test results and like, and breaking it down for you. And, and I thought, wow, it's so fascinating that difference between this process that she's explaining to me, which is also going to take probably like two to three weeks versus base where I get this very clear, you know, immediately I can understand what's happening and it comes really quickly and the recommendations are all there. And there's an opportunity for me to like track it and, and keep all of this information in one place that feels just very user-friendly. Thank you. Yeah, one one step at a time. And I think that, the again, the part that we are the most excited about, whether health is important and we want to help motivate users to like do this super hard thing, it's actually take the form of this new quiz that I mentioned, where you come in and we already give you your starter plan. We design it for you. You may want to decide to join base or not, or like you may want to decide to like go to your primary care physician and try to pitch them to get you this test to understand X, Y, and Z. But we're going to give all of this value for free for users. That is effectively what a functional medicine doctor visit would be, that it's about 200 to $400. But we believe in accessible and affordable healthcare. So we are putting, we are working super hard with our doctors and nutritionists to create this technology and this quiz and to give this value to people for free uh, even before they get started. So that's also something that I'm pumped because again, like I wish I would have had access to a quiz four years ago when I was going through this thing, like this chronic fatigue, and I, I would have landed to like this tool that in five minutes, it would have told me like, 
you know, you should test for X, Y, and Z and see because, you know, there's a lot of chances that this is where it's coming from. And then from there, we estimate that it's going to take you two months or three months to fix this particular symptom. So that's the part that we are also super excited about. It's just to also support those people that are feeling hopeless and helpless, right? Like the, the feeling that you have when you cannot sleep and you just don't know what to do and you've tried everything. So what we want to also help is just giving them a little bit of hope. Like, no, no, it truly, truly, truly could be your hormones or your vitamins or your nutrients. Let's just take a look into those. And by the way, we're actually going to experiment with this thing that if you do the, the analysis, the full analysis for the starter test, and we do not see anything that it's off, we give you your money back. Because that's, we've never seen it. Honestly, we've never seen someone coming to us with a symptom and, and a problem. And we do the, the, the test and it's like, oh, you know what? You're actually all good. We cannot explain where this is coming from. So just helping, giving people a little bit of hope and, you know, like be there for them and help them figure out what's going on. It's something that we are super passionate about. Thank you so much for coming on, Lola. This is so interesting and also inspiring and just sort of hopeful in terms of thinking about where healthcare can evolve to and, and so exciting that we have access to these things. That's the show. If you are as intrigued about base as we are and want to dive in there, don't forget that right now you can get 20% off your first month of membership with the code a thing or two. Visit get-base.com slash a thing or two to learn more and enter the code a thing or two at checkout. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so, so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us to make this podcast happen, especially our outstanding producer, Brian Peoples. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. If you have ideas for the show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com. If you love our show, consider supporting it by signing up for Secret Menu at, you guessed it, a thing or two HQ.com. <laughs>